Hello and welcome to Self-Care Repair, a 30-minute podcast on mental well-being for the mind. My name is Harris Turner, and I'm here to put some insights on common myths surrounding well-being practices and show you the real side to these practices that even you can pick up and try. Some of these may work for you, some may not. It all depends on your state of mind. Today, we will be looking at something that everyone thinks about, but doesn't commit to 100%, healthy eating and diets. Let's get into it. Now, dieting and healthy eating, while I do know some things about it, and despite it being an important part of well-being, Well, I will have to admit that I'm not really the most well-versed in the subject in and out. Um, So I'm here today with Steve, a professional fitness trainer. Just a warning that this is a recorded interview and I was a bit nervous. So I do apologize for any um, awkwardness in this interview. Without further ado, let's get into this interview, shall we? Introduce yourself, I guess. How are you doing? Yeah, okay. Um, So I'm Steve Bradley, also known as The Fitness Guy. That is the name of my business that I've run for... Uh, the last six years um, and what I do is I run online fitness and nutrition programs. I started out as a personal trainer um, I was doing that for, I've been doing that for about 13 years but six years ago I transitioned to fully online and in the last, well in that time I've helped over 20,000 women Um and most recent, more recently, we created a men's program as well, just to lose weight, feel good, get the confidence back, get healthier, get fitter, get stronger. It's all through home exercise and nutrition advice. First things first, what, what are some misconceptions of healthy eating? The, the, the most common one and the most common mistake that people make is thinking of food as either healthy or unhealthy one or the other it's a very black and white mentality that most people have because they would say okay fruit and vegetables good healthy whereas you look at pizza and donuts and junk food in general and you would say that's bad that's unhealthy now that's the biggest issue right there because we try to eliminate all the bad stuff and just stick to the good stuff. But unfortunately, it's the unhealthy stuff that tastes better. Now, what we should be doing instead is instead of bracketing food into two categories, healthy and unhealthy, we need to look at it in four categories because all food is just food. Food is not good and food is not bad because when you view it that way, there's a lot of guilt associated with eating unhealthy food it can lead to eating disorders. And instead, if we looked at food as being either high or low in calories, 
and higher low in nutrients. And then bracket it into four categories that way. So your best category would be category one, which would be low calorie, high nutrients. Then you would be, say two would be low calorie, low nutrients. And then you would have high calorie, but low in, in, in nutrient and then high calorie, um, low calorie, high nutrients. You see where I'm going with that. So you, you look at food for what it is. The, the, the two most important factors are, is it nutritious and is it high in calories? So like what makes it so important to eat healthy? We need, it's important to eat a relatively healthy diet because we need to control our body composition and we need to be aware of what vitamins and minerals we are getting in our diet for our overall health. That's why it's important. So if, I, yeah, I say you shouldn't eliminate anything. It's all about balance. But the majority of your diet, say, I like to go by the 80-20 rule. You get 80% of your diet from whole foods, low-calorie foods, nutritious foods, you know, fruits, vegetables, um, lean cuts of meat, proteins, um, these types of things, because they're rich in vitamins and minerals, and the body needs these things. And if you're getting the majority of your diet from the other side, which is the high-calorie, nutrient-sparse foods, then it's going to have a negative impact on your health, first and foremost. And when we speak about diets, we automatically think about weight, weight gain and weight loss. But that's only a very small part of the puzzle. What we need to be thinking about is health, is our health. And there's certain vitamins and minerals that we need, you know, that are essential for our body to function. For example, you know, vitamin A is good for our, our, our eyes. Vitamin C, we know, helps our immune system. Vitamin D is good for our bones, our teeth, our muscles. Vitamin K helps blood clotting. And if you are lacking these vitamins from your diet, then it will have these negative implications on your health. And um, that's why it is really important to be aware of what you're eating and try and get the majority of your food intake and your calorie intake from nutritious foods while bearing in mind the calorie content of each of these foods so that you're able to manage your weight and your body composition as well. You talk a lot about and the more negative side of dieting. Do you think, in your personal opinion, do you think they actually work? Or if, if not, why? All diets work, okay? All diets work for a while, short term. And the reason that all diets work is to burn fat or to lose weight, you must be in a calorie deficit. Meaning simply, you must burn more calories than you consume. All of these diets, whether it is a, you know, a healthy, nutritious, balanced diet, or if it's intermittent fasting, whatever it is, these fad diets, the one common factor is that you will be eating less than you burn. So science dictates, as a matter of fact, you will burn fat and you will lose weight. So this is why the dieting culture has become so popular because initially they do work and people do lose weight. But the problem is the really low calorie diets, all these vitamins and minerals that we spoke about previously, you're not getting enough of them. So they've got negative health implications and you can't sustain that low calorie intake 
for any length of time. So inevitably, long-term you fail and it results in this cycle of fad diet, falling off the wagon, poor adherence, rebound weight gain. And you go back into this cycle and then you think, okay, this worked for me before, so I'm gonna do it again. And then you might be eating less than a thousand calories, you lose weight until all the life is sucked out of you because you're not sleeping well, you've got no energy, you're not eating any food you enjoy, you've got no social life, you can't sustain it. So that is why, yes, all diets do work, but the good diets and the good eating plans are the ones that you can look at at any point and say, I can still see me doing this in three months, six months, 12 months, two years, five years, 10 years from now. And if you can't honestly say that you can see yourself doing that, you shouldn't be on it. So these plans are the more, more so the alternative to these popular diets or? Yeah, I mean, there, there's more and more knowledge around this now where people are becoming more savvy to these fad diets and there's more and more nutritionists, personal trainers that are actually looking at this more balanced approach by saying along with regular exercise and sensible calorie deficit. So it's to maintain a sensible deficit of 10 to 15% while still having a good social life, still eating things you enjoy, regular exercise as well. Because it's always better, in my opinion, to burn more calories than to eat less than you're comfortable eating. So what would you say is the, the future of um, healthy eating? Uh, it's very difficult to say. After this yeah, year, you know yeah. what the future's going to look like yeah, at all. It's, it's I'll tell you what I'd like it to look like. I would like to see way more regulation put on the diet industry, the, nutri the nutrition industry, because as long as these quick fixes are available, people are still going to go for them because people don't want to do the work. They don't want to wait. We live in a society now where we get instant gratification and we can pretty much get anything as soon as we want it. And people think that's the same with their bodies. You know, they, they want to lose a couple of dress sizes. They want to, you know, drop their waist from a 36 to a 30. And we don't want to put the work in and we don't want to wait. We're not used to waiting now. But unfortunately, that is the only healthy way to do it. So as, but as long as these fad diets are around with the advertising, the really slick advertising, the shiny packages being endorsed by, you know, Messi and Ronaldo selling herbal life, then people are always going to go for it. So there needs to be better regulation and these diets need to disappear. Also, there needs to be better education in schools. You know, I think the school curriculum, without getting too heavy and too deep into this, Harris, I think we need to be focusing way more on oh, yeah. health. You know, we only get one body and quite often, by the time we're still young, we've abused our bodies so much that we spend the rest of our life trying to make up for it. Um, and I think it's really important that we educate kids um, at a young age, at a school age, as to you know, how to be healthy, eat healthy, and maintain a fit and healthy lifestyle. What would you say are some tips for people to uh, like starting out? Um, I mean, it depends on your goal, first of all, um, because my tips for a 50-year-old woman wanting to lose weight 
uh, would be very different to a 20-year-old guy wanting to bulk up. Um, but ultimately, you need to understand energy balance. That's the most important thing. And you don't need to geek out on the numbers and, and, and get too into the detail, but you need to understand, am I eating more than I burn or am I eating less than I burn? And one of the best tips is, for anyone starting out, is there's an app called, there's lots of them, but one that I use is MyFitnessPal, which is a, a calorie tracker, a, nutri, a nutrient tracker. So you just punch in your, the food that you've eaten and it tells you the calories, the macros, and it tracks it. And it's a really good way, if you, if you are serious about, first of all, losing weight, then it's a really good way to make sure you're eating less than you're burning. It's measurable. It's quantifiable. Um, it's not, you're not guessing. Um, so that would be one tip. The other tip for me would be exercise. Find something that you enjoy. That's the key to long-term success. Because if you don't like going to the gym, don't join a gym every January. <laughs> if you don't like running, don't keep trying to go running. If you don't like sports or if you're not competitive, don't join the netball team or the football team. Find your thing. And once you find your thing, then it's easy to stick to because you enjoy it. And there is something for everyone, whether it is weights, whether it's kettlebells, whether it's home workouts, whether it's cycling, whether it's walking dogs, whether it's going to a spin class. And there is something for everybody. And once you find your thing, then it's easy. It's easy to do it regularly because you enjoy it. And if you're not enjoying it, don't do it. All right. Thank you so much for coming today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Great. You too. Nice to talk to you, Harris. And thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. This has been. This has been. This has been the Fitment Podcast Self-Care Repair with your host, Harris Turner, where I cover self-care to the best of my abilities. Today, we have covered healthy eating with Steve. I, I hope I was able with Steve to inform you about this subject to, to the best I could. And I, I may continue with this podcast when the time comes, but for now, this is our final episode for this 15-minute podcast. I hope you've learned a bit from these podcasts, but if not, I hope you were entertained. Until next time.